Cheers, big ears. And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, Leanne. And I'm Lyle. And we are not your usual travel influencers. No, we've decided we want to be travellers that travel under the influence. Okay, good joke? Reasonable. <laughs> well, there's plenty of more where that come from. So join us as we travel the world one wine at a time. Hola, everybody. Hola, Lyle. Hola, Leonita. We are back to uh, record uh, our next podcast, obviously, because you're listening. <laughs> Probably don't need to say that at the beginning of each podcast, but anyway. Um, in our international podcast studio here in um, where we are today, Oviedo. But our podcast is all about Burgos, uh, which is where we went after Salamanca. Which is a bit of a you know hard thing to follow up after Salamanca. See you See, see, see. Yes. So um, how did we get to Burgos? Okay. Well, so we caught the the bus again. Um, it was about thirty dollars uh, each, um, and we went on extra economy. Oh, not extra economy. Super economy. Super economy. The, yeah, the place we were staying, um, Pablo. Um, ordered a taxi for us because I didn't have the taxi number. I thought I probably could have done it myself, which turned up nice and bright and early right outside our front door. Yeah, and, right on the money yeah, it was. It took us to the the um, the bus station, which is a lovely big bus ba- station there in um, Salamanca. And yeah, we for some reason I booked a ticket that said Super Economy, and um, I don't I don't know that I chose that one or that was the one available because there's not a lot of buses going from Salamanca to Oviedo on a Sunday. And it turns out, yeah, it was this bus was um, had three seats across instead of four, so you know had a, all that extra space. So we had you know, obviously one next to each other, and we had like a, a thing in the middle where we could put our drinks and you know like our bottles of water and our stuff. And it had um, a, a little screen with um, Wi-Fi as well, so you could charge in PowerPoint, so you could charge your phone. Yeah, it was it was very comfy. Aircon it was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it was, uh, it was about two hundred and fifty k from Salamanca to, to Burgos. It took about three hours. Hmm. Um, Burgos is in the Castile y Leon uh, province. Um, so we're still sort of in the western side of Spain, sort of sure. moving towards the north area now. Burgos, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, we arrived about one pm, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'll let you go here. What a story this was. You know, like, um, you know, well, I don't know about everyone else, but I, you know, like I do a lot of the organising for our trips before we come away. And um, you, need, you hope everything's going to go okay, don't you? You hope you're not going to have too many disasters or, you know, something go wrong. Um, and I wouldn't call this a disaster, but this was, um, yeah, oh, my gosh, it was the funniest arrival we've had um, at, at a place. So... Obviously, since COVID, um, this time I was staying in another apartment, and since COVID, a, a lot of people don't want to have contact, you know, on arrival. So, you know, they give you instructions, you know, where the, where where you how you get in the door of the apartment, and then how you find the key, and you know that sort of stuff. So, um, and that's what this one was. But um, the bus stations, you know, what maybe a couple hundred meters, if that. Well, from for, oh no, it was not that's probably four hundred and fifty meters. Yeah, so it not far. Long, but no, no. I wouldn't have thought it was that far to be honest. But anyway, um, it was an e- we cut too close to get a taxi. You could basically see um, from the bus station corner to um, the plaza which we were going to. So. Um, and so we walked that distance, and, and it's one of the cutest little entrances into an old town that I've seen. You, you cross this little 
um, well, it's wide, but you know, uh, not not too long bridge and um, lots of little turrets to have a look at. And then right in front of the bridge is um, a paseo that you go across, which I'll tell you about a bit later. And then there's this great big um, uh, arch. Um, Lyle, have you got the? It's Arco there. Uh, Santa Maria, is it? Yes. Um, and you've got some history on that, or um, no? I thought it was built by King Felipe. No, that's that's something else, isn't it? Anyway, so the big arch, this great big arch, you know, so it's wide enough for you know two or three cars to go through at one time, or horse and carriages. And through that arch, you arrive into um, the Plaza del Rey San Francisco, I think. And anyway, so that's where our apartment is. Now, as we are uh, coming across that bridge, you can hear all this noise, right? It's Sunday. It's quite hot. We've got our, all our suitcases, our backpacks, you know, we're, we're trying to find our apartment. And you can see some people and you can hear this almighty amount of noise. There's someone on a, a loudspeaker and you're just like, what's going on? So we get through the arch and there we are in front of the cathedral with this the plaza there and our accommodation is on the opposite side of where the arch is and the plaza is jam-packed full of people we couldn't even move you know we're trying to push through people to get to um our apartment but what's happening is and uh, is there is this parade going on um in in the plaza and all the oh, it seems like everyone in town turned up to see it right um and um, I'm going to tell you a bit about the, the parade um, in a little while. I just want to finish the story about getting to the, the um, apartment. Um, so at this stage, I'm starting to get a bit stressed, aren't I, Dom? You are. Yeah. You know, and I'm and, um, yeah, trying to manoeuvre through people and, and we find... Remembering find... remembering that we've got, you know, suitcases and backpacks. And no and... one's moving for us. They, they're all there to see this spectacle. And so... We find our way and, you know, it's a, you know, the wooden door and it's apartment one and, you know, the instructions are you press the button, you know, hold it for three seconds and the door should open. Well, did that, did that, did that, didn't open. Um, and, you know, I, I, the instructions were it was next to a souvenir shop. So I thought, well, I'll go into the souvenir shop. So I left Lyle <laughs> in front of the, the door surrounded by, you know, throngs of people and went into the souvenir shop and I thought, and I asked the guy there who didn't speak any English, so I tried in Spanish and you know, I said, so anyway, I just decided I was going to ring the owner and um, luckily I had his um, number on WhatsApp. And so I rang him and he speaks pretty good English, nice guy. Um, and he said, okay, I can open it remotely for you. Um, so you need to go back to the door and ring me. And I said, no, 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 don't hang up. Like the noise is deafening outside. You can't hear a thing. I'm like, I can't ring you back. I'm not, I'm not going to hear anything. You've got no idea. I'm pushing my way back through. And um, anyway, so I'm, I'm still on the phone to Romero is the guy's name. And I push, you know, I'm there. And all of a sudden the door clicks and we burst sort of through the door. And, you know, I'm holding the door open and Lyle's trying to get the suitcases through the people and and into the the foyer, right? Yeah, because there was people actually standing in front of the door. Yeah, like, right. You as know, a vantage point. As a vantage point to see the parade. So yeah. we're trying to sort of get through, 
<laughs> and it was just a nightmare. And even, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that you didn't actually probably get that door open the first time, but you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, you couldn't hear a click. You couldn't hear anything. And I'm not sure I haven't run over a few toes with my suitcase, but anyway. Um, yeah, so we arrived there and we're on uh, the first floor. So, you know, I hang up with Romero and I know the code to the key thing on the outside door. So we go up and... Um, there's tiny little lifts, and um, so you, you you get out, and of course the lights only come on automatically, and you've got to wave your arms around to get the lights on. And so there's a little key box, and I put the code in, and um, uh, I open it up, and there's no keys. There's no keys in there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, well, let's try and knock it on the door or, you know, make, oh, no, nothing. So then I've got to ring Ramiro back again. <laughs> and I said... You know, in my best sort of Spanish and his best English, you know, uh, there's no key. And um, he's like, oh, oh, just give me a minute and call me back. So I hang up and I, and I ring him back and he's like, okay, you need to go across the plaza again. Like, so <laughs> across the other side, through these throngs of people again um, to the to a bar restaurant over there. They've got a set of keys in case of emergencies. So I say, like, you wait here, you know, in the dark corridor, and I'll go because um, I'm probably going to need a bit of Spanish. So, you know, it's a bit easier without the suitcases. So, you know, like in and out, in and out, pushing my way. I, I get to the restaurant and um, I explain what I am and they're looking at me like I've got two heads, but then I think it must have been the owner comes out with, that, with some keys and gives them to me. So back through the in and out, through the crowd, you know, back into the through the apartment door, move people out of the way. Well, you know, like that's our apartment door. Get out of the way. You know, up we go, and um, I open the door. And as we open the door, <laughs> oh, you don't believe it. There's the cleaner right in front of the door. I nearly knock her a over t. She's she's mopping the floor, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so the the reason the key's not in the in the box out the front. Is because the cleaner hadn't finished. She hadn't finished, right? And um, anyway, she was very nice and she told us to, you know, like, just can you get off my bloody floor here? I've done in there, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we go in there and wait and I ring Ramiro back and tell him that, you know, the, the cleaner was still there and, you know, it was all a misunderstanding you know, and I asked him, do you want me to take the keys back? And I said I would, but not now. Um, but then um, I want to tell you about what, what we saw like we had the best view from the balcony didn't we mm. and this was why the plaza was full and this is one of those memories for me that's going to go down you know like as something like that trip to spain in 2022 i'll be like yeah remember that day and it it's a it was a parade going on of these um huge um figurines they they're called um gigantones and gigantillos um and they're uh, giants, you know, so they've got a big wooden frame at the bottom and someone hops in under that and then they build this um, sort of costume and, and head of the kings and queens of um, from medieval times. Yeah, from the different regions. Yeah, from yeah, well, but that's what the, the whole, um, uh, yeah, that's it, from different regions. So it goes, dates back to medieval times. Now, the thing about this one was... There were over, there was nearly 150 of these, um, you know, um, gigantes, I call them, or giants um, and big heads um, this day in this one plaza. And they're from over seven um, regions um, in Spain. So there were people from all over Spain there. So not just the locals, there were, you know, visitors from everywhere. Now, this parade's quite 
usual in other parts of Spain, especially in Castilla. But um, here in Burgos, they have not done this since 2000. So we arrived on the time, on the day that this parade was taking part and it hadn't done for 22 years. So no wonder the town was all out. No wonder they were all excited. And we had a balcony which overlooked the parade. Yeah, basically, I mean, you know, we jagged it again. Um, By the time we actually got to the balcony, it was sort of the end of the actual plaza part of the... That's right. uh, They'd all gone in and lined up in the plaza. It was the, the end of that part. So they were actually then, the, all these um, giants were filing off because uh, it was really, really hot. It was about 40 degrees. But that, that was the part of it. That was the, the parade back to the Yeah, yeah. It. So it was the parade back to another area. Mm. Well, that parade went right past the balcony that Lamb was taking all the video on the pics. You couldn't have jagged it any better. And each sort of, uh, you know, area had their own sort of group together, you know. Sure, and, and they had, a mu- they had that's right, music. Yeah. yeah, and they had little bands and people dancing and, um, oh, look, and I say this every podcast, I got so many pictures. I was so impressed. I was so happy. You've got to go and check them out on our website um, or on our Instagram because it's you've never seen anything like it, the noise and the fun and the people. Um, yeah, so... They were from Catalonia, Valencia, Navarra, um, Aragon, Madrid, and even as far as Murcia away. Yeah. They were all there for this parade on the day that we arrived in Burgos. It was, and they, they're gorgeous. Some of them are so um, solemn in their faces, you know, the kings and queens, and others, you know, have got these great big boggly eyes, you know, like almost cartoonish and... And then they're dancing. Yeah. They're, they're swinging around. You know, the skirts are flying out. The, the, the whole skirt's taking up the whole um, alleyway. And, and others are, are da- like jigging up and down like they're, they're dancing. Oh, my gosh. It was absolutely incredible. So as stressful as it was and um, yeah, difficult as it was getting to our um, apartment, um, it was actually worth it in the end. See or not? Uh, just one thing. Yeah. Just a, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but you were right, it is the Arco de Santa Maria, uh-huh. uh, the medieval gateway to Burgos. It was built in the 16th century by Charles V, Holy Roman Emperor. Oh, there you go. So what a fancy entrance into the plaza. Correct. So after all that uh, excitement, uh, stress, excitement, all that, all, all the above, uh, it's obviously time for us to explore. The the plaza emptied about as quick as you know you can imagine. You know, once once all the the giants had gone, um, the the plaza was basically um, empty from people, wasn't it? Yeah. It, all the bars closed up and everything. So we went for a walk. Yeah, we did. We went through back through the uh, Arch Santa Maria, and um, the actual Burgos is um, basically. Alongside the uh, Alanza River? River, Alanzon River, okay, and, um, and so then they've got that um, walkway which is called the Paseo de Espolón, uh, yeah, which goes, you know, obviously two or three blocks, you know, along the the beautiful river there, and we decided to walk on there, yeah. We did, and it was it was hot, so 
Um, one of the features that I found was the, the trees along that yeah, paseo. Oh, how good were they? It's actually one of the prettiest paseos I've seen, you know, with the promenade and because of the trees. Um, and I've got some, you know, once again, good photos, but, and you see the difference between day and night. But these trees, we still don't know what they are. If someone can have a look and let us know, I'd be so pleased to know. We've been trying to figure it out. Someone told us they were banana trees, but <laughs> not banana trees. Um, yeah, so we the, know what a banana tree yeah, is. Right? We're from Queensland. Yeah, your banana. Um, so, yeah, you've got these, these trees, and they're planted, obviously, you know, like um, it's the same distance apart on each side. And they've grown up. Um, quite quite high, and they you know the the leaves and branches are, are forming a nice shade. But you, when you look closely, what they've actually done, you know, is they've joined these trees together. So across the middle, they've got branches and somehow grafted them together. Mm. Um, so the the trees become one across the middle. But they've also done it sideways. So I don't know how many trees, but they're all one living. Um, archway along the Paseo. It's something to behold, right? Yeah. Beautiful. And, you know, like there's nowhere that you could under there that you can't get beautiful shade and the, the leaves are, you know, it's just, oh, yeah, I've never seen anything like that either. Like it was so, so beautiful. And then lit up at night, like, yeah, be- beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So on one side you've got, you know, the restaurants, cafes. On, on, on the, on the uh, old town side mm. of the Paseo, you've got the... The restaurants, the cafes, and the ice cream and shops, the ice cream, and the and ice, ice cream, cream shops. shops, and the ice cream shops. <laughs> um, but on the other side, um, you've, as you said, you've got the Alanzo River. But there was also what looked like a semi-permanent uh, um, artisan market. Yeah, really lovely. They were handmade jewelry, um, you know, um, dried flower pictures, uh, silver stuff. No, actually, glass blowing, little. Yeah, and they were actually doing it on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah was it was nice. really intriguing. And, and again, I thought originally it was part of the festival because it had, um, you know, some, you know, each of the... Um, They're from different areas, right? Ma- ma- different, yeah, yeah, each of the marquees so from Toledo. were la- you know, labelled, you know, Toledo, yeah. Salamanca, Seville... Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm, I'm not, I thought it was actually connected to the parade. It was, it was still there after yeah. the parade, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, once the parade, you know, it was, it was there for the three days we were there. So, yeah. um, but it was really, really um, impressive. Really yeah, we, so we enjoyed that. But to, to, to finish day one off, because we're still only on day one, um, you know, we, we, we found somewhere to grab something to eat. It's a, you know, like it, I, I thought... People would open a bit earlier, go for the further north, but it seems that they open later and we were a bit early. We only were able to find a sandwich, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, well, we, 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 so okay. once we sort of gone for a walk, we did, we started then to go sort of internal into town mm. and then we found the Plaza Mayor mm. and um, that that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, and it's diff- all the different colours. It's not a square, this one. It's no, like not at all. And lots of shoe shops. Yeah, if it had been designed for a, um, uh, a bull ring, I reckon it would have confused the balls, the shape of it. But um, but the one thing that did have, hmm. what was it? I don't know. I fabulous shoe shops. Oh, yeah, fabulous shoe shops, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, I think Patricia had told you that um, yeah, the shopping was going to, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, pretty, was nice pretty good there. Pretty nice but as, as Leanne said, it was, we stopped at a cafe and all we could get was... Um, Sylvester's, you know, like drinks. They weren't doing food on the Sunday No one night. did food. Yeah. No, no one. And anyway, eventually we 
we searched and searched and searched and we come across a place and, um, you know, nice enough, uh, Viva Pepe. Um, and we just got some uh, bogadiers, yeah. you know, and, and they were nice enough. I think it was, you know, 12 euro, about 18 bucks, and, and that was for dinner. But that's and, all we needed. Like, yeah. we, we'd, we'd had a big day, and I think we were ready to call it. Yeah, like, so kids, then from there we, we thought, well, we'll do a bit of a blocky, and we walked up, and there was another square, and um, you could really observe the buildings in the different colours. Yeah, that's true. That was nice, wasn't uh, it? The yeah. blues and yellows. Yeah, and, and uh, mauves and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And as you said, you know, they must give the locals a some sort of palette of colour that they can actually yeah. paint their, the external part of their buildings. And sure. it, it's actually, you know, quite unique to Burgos. Mm. And then, 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 of course, we decided, well, we better head home. We, we weren't sure which way we were going, but we had the cathedral spies and... We knew that's that was sort of our landmark. We walk around the corner and here's this bar, and it's full of people, or not uh, a street full of bars, restaurants, and cafes, and it was full. Mm. Um, so we went a bit early there, um, but we did see on um, uh, Panchos. Yeah, did we find it that night though? We didn't go in. Okay. We didn't go in because yeah. we decided that yeah. we'd already eaten and we were tired, but we said thought, and this is somewhere. Also, I think Pat. Yeah, no, Pat definitely gave us those. That 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 recommendation. Our, our so spend, our Spanish friend in Australia, Pat and Carlos, gave us that because her, her family's from Burgos. Yeah. Yeah. So we. Um, yeah. So we thought we'll come back there. We'll come back we? there. So and we we're... headed home. Yep. Yep, and um, decided to call it a night um, because we had such a big day. So we yes. really haven't mentioned the apartment, though, have no, we? No, I was just going to say we went back to the that back to the apartment, and I was just about to. Yeah, good good point, darling. We think alike, don't we? Um, so we went back to our apartment, which, you know, as we said before, was on the square opposite the Cathedral of Burgos, um, you know, right there in in the the old town. And it was actually a two-bedroom apartment, um, which gave me somewhere to put all my crap. Um, uh, so on the first floor, you know, just lovely, um, set out and um, clean and nice shower and yeah, it was had everything, had everything you needed. Um, you did hear a little bit of noise from downstairs, um, but it wasn't really that bad, was it? And it was owned by this guy, as I mentioned before, called Romero. Now, when I did book the apartment, I did notice a little sentence that stood out to me um, in the description was. Um, our family does own a winery if you are interested in a, in a tour. So um, that's probably the main reason I booked it, a little, uh, along with the, the closeness to the um, uh, bus station and also to the, the old town and, and the river for walking. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a great apartment. We're going to tell you a little bit more about Romero um, in a little while. Um, yeah, because we had a whole day doing that winery thing that was absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, let's say we just finished our day. Um, you know, probably had a, a took a bottle of wine with us and sat sat in our apartment and you know looked out over the cathedral and just thought how lucky we were to be yeah. relaxing in Burgos. You know? well, we did, well, we're that close to the the um, the cathedral. Um, we were, um, we could actually see into the cathedral yeah, you from the see apartment. The figure, some of the figures. Yeah, because we, when we did the, the tour of the, the, the cathedral, when we went in, we looked up and we thought, that's, that's our, our apartment. That's our apartment right yeah. there. Yeah. So, day two, uh, we headed out, uh, wanted to go for a walk. 
and um, luckily there's a lovely walk along uh, the river, which we we took, didn't we, Don? We did. We did. It was... uh, um... Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just lost train of thought there. Um, Yeah, we went for a walk along and it was was quite warm again uh, during the day. And we really didn't know where we were going. We just wanted to walk. We wanted a bit of an exercise um, after the, you know, travelling. And um, we ended up going down towards the university, the Burgos University. Um, The facilities of the university were fabulous. Mm. Um, They had running tracks, uh, beautiful big swimming pool area. That's Uh, the new part, but we actually got to the old part and had a little explore because everyone's on holidays and we just wandered through all the old buildings, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, like it was, but I mean, there was one park that we walked along and it was huge, Mm -hmm. but it was pretty dry, I think. Yeah, they obviously haven't been able to to water that one. Yeah, Um, and that was, that was... um, The river's nice, isn't it? You know, like it's not a wide, big river, it's it's sort of shallow and um, lots of little rocks in there and... This little, little we, bit, bit pabbling brook, I would have probably... Babbling brook, yeah. Babbling yeah, brook, with yeah. With the trees hanging over and, yeah, that, that was really nice. I enjoyed that. But the thing I was really impressed with our walk is um, we actually walked a section of the Camino de Santiago, which, you know, not on purpose, I have to say. We discovered, you know, uh, we were following the stars and the, uh, the shells, sorry. The shells, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and we got a photo to prove it, you know, and, there's, and the reason we knew it was... Um, because we were not surrounded, but there's people with their backpacks and their walking sticks yeah. and, you know, they're all following maps and, yeah, how, how exciting to do that little bit yeah. of the, the Camino. I was, I was really wrapped to do yeah, that. Yeah, we did about 6K of the Camino, right. so I wouldn't be too um, boasting too much. Okay. But, yeah, that was one thing that the Burgos is a very important um, so pilgrim spot for the uh, Camino de, de Santiago. Santiago. Well, right outside our apartment, there's like um, the cathedral, as we were saying, and there's like a, a chair with, I don't know who's sitting on it, with his walking stick, like a statue. And, you know, every just about any time of the, the morning, you can see someone there taking photos. Yeah, um, I think it, I think the whole thing for that, it, it is an anonymous, you know, pilgrim. Oh, I see. Yeah. I think that's what they do. And, and it's obviously one of the things the pilgrims do. They take... Get a they get a pick with um, that, um, and they go into the cathedral. You know, like a, they, they um, it's 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 something you do on your on, on your way. Yeah, sure. And the and they've the even got um, uh, lockers to put your backpacks and for, stuff. Yeah, in, for in the, the cathedral yeah, for entrance the, <laughs> for the yeah yeah for the back for the pilgrims actually. for the pilgrims or yeah. you know the people do actually doing the 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 camino the camino. But yeah, um, yeah so that was. That was interesting. Um, but it took us a while because we, we stopped and we explored and we had a look around at the, the uni and um, we walked a bit further and came back and, you know, like, yeah, we are gone for hours and we, we walked up the other side of the river, didn't we? Yeah, we, we decided that, we, you know, we'd go up the, I suppose, the modern city side of the, um, of the uh, river. Yeah. And um, we were surprised. I mean... The residential part of, on that side was uh, pretty impressive. Sure, yeah. I actually said to Len that uh, I said, I think there's a bit of money in Burgos yeah. because they were big houses. Um, You're very different from the apartment blocks that you normally see yeah, in suburban yeah. Spanish cities, isn't it, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. And I'll just said, oh, we'll just follow the river. You know, it'll get yeah. eventually get us back to where we, we've got to go. So, yeah, that's right. So we, we eventually... Uh, cross back over the river through the arch um, and um, 
And by this time, it's, um, it's you know, quite late in the, you know, after lunchtime, so um, getting hot. So I think we uh, decided that it's siesta time for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And time to rest our weary camino walking legs, eh? Because we knew <laughs> that we were going to have a treat at Pancho's. Well, we also knew you got to go out later. Yeah. Know, so, you, you know, there's no point going out at six o'clock. So you may as well have a sleep and and, and um, go out a bit later, which is uh, what we did, really. Uh, and as Lyle said, um, we went to Casa Panchos, see? Yeah, yeah. Um... And once again, was recommended, you know, like from our, our Spanish friends who, you know, spent a lot of time family in Burgos. So they, they knew where to send us, so... Off yeah. we went, plonked ourselves at the bar. Yeah, we were probably a little bit early still um, for, for for most um, uh, Spaniards. Sure. Uh, but So we were able to get chairs right at the bar. Yeah, front row seats. Front row seats. And it was a bit of a front row seat sort of thing. It was quite entertaining to watch the guys. They're all, all, the, all the service guys behind uh, uh, middle-aged guys. Um, All dressed up in their pressed yeah, black pants. and pressed black pants, and they've got their uh, aprons on them with their white shirts, and they look fabulous, and they're, and they're just really efficient. But, um, but you know, then occasionally you see the people that bring out... So, well, you've... Sorry, I'll go back a step. You've got all the pinchos, or tapas, depending on where you come from. In Burgos, it's called pinchos. Mm. Um, that's all laid out in display on the bar and it looks fabulous um, but the meal that you get is basically cooked out the back and it's cooked to order and we um, but just the, the ladies the, the, the people that do all the work are all the, the, the ladies in the kitchen mm. um, but it was it was fabulous but the funny thing was every time we ordered something um, we got upsold remember yeah, um, we just said we'll have some of those tigres, which are mussels. Yeah. And um, he said, but you want four each, don't you? You know, not, yeah, yeah. not the normal two each. <laughs> yeah, and if you want... Of course um, we do. <laughs> and then we, they had these beautiful mushrooms and they were done in garlic, like with a, yeah. like a breadcrumb on well, the think, top. Yeah, we had mushrooms with our garlic. Yeah, and, um, you know, there was four to a serve. Oh, you, no, 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 no. You need eight. You need yeah, eight. Yeah, two serves. Anyway, so that, and this was, this was all the way through. And then there was a guy that came in and he was obviously in charge. He was, I think he was the owner. He definitely was the owner. Anyway, he, he, we introduced ourselves to, to Jose and he's, um, or Jose or Pepe as yeah. he shrugged his shoulders, whatever you want to call me. And he went on to, you know, say how he'd been to all these countries and, and all this sort of thing. And he'd been to over 70 countries, that's right. And, um, Not Australia. And the, but, yeah, but he didn't, he had planned to go to Australia. And then COVID he, hit. And then the COVID and hit. And what happened to his business? Like we assumed oh, um, 11 months. Yeah, closed. Closed, 11 months. But interesting, when we introduced ourselves, um, he found it difficult to say Lyle. Now, he did, so he called him Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know whether he was saying that I was full of gas, you know, full of bullshit, or maybe I was just the real thing. Oh, get away. Uh, so anyway, anyway, so when he, so he then took over our service. And again, he was ordering stuff that we didn't even order. Like he's saying, you've got to try this. The mariscus. 
which was the seafood yeah, thing. The... He said, you've got to try this. He said, this tastes like mushrooms, but it's not mushrooms. I'm like, oh, God. So we had no idea what we were It was we probably eating. that nose and tripes, too. Yeah, it could have been. Or the, well, it didn't have the pig's face. So, um, but uh, That was a lot anyway, of fun, Anyway, to, 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 to tell you the truth, everything we had was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So Leon gave... Uh, well, and also he was so friendly and, and um, you know, helpful and just a lot of fun. And they, he was mucking around with some of the other, the guys, you know, and, you know. Um, oh, he's number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it was, it was, yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. So, yeah, he got a koala. He got the koala award in, in Burgos because he was just, um, you know, just so much fun. And he was, I think the place was, the food was good, the wine was nice, but, you know, the show was yeah, even better, wasn't it? it was yeah, great. well, I mean, I, to me, I still think my favourite part of going away is meeting new people. Sure, it's and fun. Um, and we did w- sneak back in um, another time in the choir. He put it up on the on yeah. the um, the the bar, uh, the bar, the behind oh, bar, the, bar, the shelf, the, the shelf, shelf behind the bar, um, in between two, um, you know, of those figurines that we saw the day before, like with the, you know, um, and. Um, yeah, in between those two, and we snuck back in and had a look, and it was still there the next day. So, yeah. Well, I mean, and as you said, the comida was uh, perfecto, and it was so cheap. The food, he means the comida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah it was the, great. The, it it was, was so cheap. Yeah, it was a really good night. We we really enjoyed our our walking and our you know exploring and um, uh, panchos and um, the food. And as Lyle said, it it, it was cheap. Wasn't it, darling? So yeah. Yeah. Well, just to, just to make you aware, Burgos was selected as the Spanish gastronomy capital of two thousand and thirteen, and in two thousand and fifteen was named the city of gastronomy by UNESCO. So they, you know, they're a pretty proud bunch. Yeah. But um, if you had told us told us that on the first night when we're having a sandwich, we would have been like, yeah, that's fair, <laughs> fair call, but. But yeah. you know, we we, we we stuck it out, and um, yeah, it's it it's a yeah, fabulous little little um, place, and the, the streets full of those sort of pinchos or tapos bars. So so that was um, our day two. So as I mentioned before, um, Romero, who owns the apartment, um, also has a, a winery in um, a little town. Um, just out of Burgos. Um, how far, Don? Uh, yeah, it's not far at all. So it took us about 40 minutes on the local bus. Yeah, so we walk uh, up to the bus station. Yep. Um, oh, we've organised this with, with Romero, obviously. Um, yeah. And I go and buy up to, you know, buy the tickets in Spanish because not many people speak in English at the, the bus station. And, yeah, we head out to Lerma, L-E-R-M-A, Lerma. Yeah, Lerma's got about 2,500 people population. It's about uh, 850 metres above sea level. So it's reasonably quite high. Uh, mm. And then you look down and on the, all the valleys um, uh, with all the vi- uh, uh, wineries, mm. you know, the vines. So um, we had a bit of a look around town. Look, yeah. it's only small. Um, and it was hot. Very, very hot. Yeah. Had a pretty impressive um, Plaza Mayor, but... Um, yeah, the, the standout was the um, the Parador, which we've talked about in, a, in an earlier Yeah, um, yeah, and that episode. was built in 1601 to 1617, and it was basically built by one of the local nobles um, for King Philip Felipe III, if he ever came through. Yeah. But the, the actual, we we actually snuck inside and had a look, 
at the Parador, and it was really, really yeah, nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, so we so we were probably walked around for maybe forty five minutes. Yeah, we had a uh, drink. Yeah, coffee, we had a we, and, no. Yeah. Actually, we had sparkling water. Oh, to look at us. We go. did. We had sparkling. <laughs> well, water. you were going to a winery, I suppose. Oh. Yeah, we were, and we just it was just pretty hot, and the yes. locals looked at us. Like, who well, are you? Yeah, who yeah. are you? But anyway. And having did. water. And then so I rang Romero and he came and picked us up. And um, what a lovely guy. Yeah. 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 And um, he took us to where they make the wine. They don't grow the grapes there. Mm. Um, they're, um, as Lyle will tell you, they're grown somewhere else. But um, the winery was called Palacio de Lerma, right? And it's, what, five minutes out of town. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like a one-man show, isn't it? You know, really, it's his winery, and you yeah. Know, well, it's his, a bit family. About it, it's his It's his family's winery. Mm. Look, he was fabulous. Mm. Um, he reminded me of Adrian Tobin at in, um, um, the Granite Belt at and Tobin's the Granite Belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, passionate. Very, very passionate. Um, and the same principles about making wine. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, and uh, they uh, they do they produce about twenty thousand bottles of wine per year they're they're only quite small and only about a thousand of that are white and most of them are sold in the local community correct Correct. local area yeah we can get them in 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 burgos so that sort of area so it's a bit like tasmania that way tasmanian wines don't make it many of them make it to the mainland so. so but he he showed us you know uh, pointed to where the uh the the winery was where they where they actually grow the grapes which was quite high mm. and um as he said that um because of there's such extremes of weather with with uh, the cold and the heat um that helps um uh, the, the the grapes um and they're basically in rocky gravel mm. uh they're planted there um and, and they hand pick them yeah they hand pick them and then before like in before they crush they go through the hand picking again um uh, and in these in uh, these wine areas, um, they've got they have to meet certain regulations for them to be um, affiliated, I suppose, or certified. And, or yeah, and they call them. Wine. There's a DO um, and a DOC, mm-hmm. um, and um, part so of get, that part get... of that is is how long they've got to spend in the oak barrels mm-hmm. and. Um, and then they they have other categories uh, of wine of of the grapes that um, uh, have to meet even better standards. So, so if you so, get your bottle of wine, it's got those markings on the back. You know, it's a good wine. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you yeah. do. So the other thing to mention too, uh, like in in Australia, and um, you go to wine and you have wine tasting, and so you taste the wines, and you know sometimes it's free. A lot of times it's free. Sometimes they ask you to pay. And if you buy wine, they take that money off the wine. But in Spain, you don't do wine tastings on their own. You actually have to do a tour of the winery and get like a, a lesson on how the wines are made. Um, and then you get to taste and you actually pay to have a wine tour. Yeah. Um, but, you you know, it, this is only a little place, but, you know, it was great because it was just us and Romero and he's showing us around, you know, the, the vats and where the Grapes are picked, and then the, the oak barrels, yeah. Yeah, he showed us which were the French oak barrels and which were the American oak barrels, and and they move from here to here, yeah, and here yeah, to there. yeah. So, and as part of this regulation, they have to um, be in the uh, oak barrels for twelve months, and in the bottles for 
two long. years. I think that's for the reserver. Um, but I won't go into that detail because it is quite detailed. But, you know, it's a, for, for Romero, it's all about the grape. Um, they don't use yeast. They don't add yeast. They they don't need to. Well, I think it's just that... No sulfites? Uh, no sulfite. Yeah. And um, they let the natural uh, fermentation... Process happen, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so which obviously takes a lot longer. I've got some nice photos of the, of, of the winery too, the barrels and the bottles and things there to have a look at. Um, yeah. So the tasting, yeah, we, so. um, we try a white... And we tried the rosé and the Reserva red. The red, yeah. Um, now, there was plates of cheese and, and, and gear. Come on. Come on. And um, staring at us. And I'm thinking, oh, well, he's going to, um, we'll have a bit of cheese and we'll have a bit of wine and whatever. But no, that's not what happened. Um, and the reason for that is that um, he would ask us to taste the white wine. And we tasted that, and then we went on to the red, uh, to the rosé, and he said, "Now I want you to go back and taste the, the white, white wine again." Mm. And how he explained um, how the when you open the bottle of wine and you swirl the glass, how the different uh, compounds, aroma compounds, mm. um, change mm. so that when you have a bottle of uh, sorry you, you open a bottle of wine at home maybe on the balcony um and this is quite funny because it reminded me of adrian again mm. and he said this bullshit about having cheese and that with wine he said it's ridiculous he said it <coughs> camouflages the flavor of the wine and how it changes and that's exactly what romero said mm. Because he made us go back, taste the one. He said, now, what do you taste? And Leanne, I've got to tell you, was top of the class. She <laughs> picked all the different flavours, how it changed from, and she picked the salt. She picked the... Uh, Citrus taste. To be honest, a bit, I felt like a bit of a wine snob, <coughs> but I could just taste different stuff. You know, like raspberries. I could taste raspberries at one stage and then... You Chocolate know, like, in the red? Yeah, yeah. And the, the lemon sort of taste and then it was started sweet and then it got a bit salty. All that stuff, so... Yeah, so mm. for to stop us sounding like wine wankers, we won't go too much further, but interestingly, when we'd finished tasting the wine, that's when he gave us the cheese. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah so, you know, as I said... It was a fabulous experience, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, know? he was so patient with us yeah. and explaining it. And, of course, Leanne and him were all were speaking in Spanish for most of it. Um, and so I'm sort of... Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, it was a fabulous experience. And then we decided we'd go to lunch. Yeah, so, we, you know, he said, that he told us he was going to recommend us somewhere for lunch and he was happy to drop us off. And, and we thoroughly enjoyed his company. So we said, look, come to lunch with us. And Which is one of the best decisions we made because yeah. he's well known in town. Yeah, yeah. So, he's, yeah, he's a bit of a hero in the town. So um, we yeah. went to lunch. The best restaurant with the best table. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think we got the best table because uh, we were with Romero, um, and then he got into trouble because he was supposed to bring wine with him. He was supposed to, yeah, drop mm. off some wine, and and he didn't. So, um, but oh. we had a bottle of his uh, rosé over dinner, mm. over lunch. Over sorry. Lunch, yeah. And uh, we um we got the menu of the day, and we, everyone kept well, not everyone people were saying to us um, our Spanish friends, 
you've got to try this when you're in Burgos. You've got to try this when you're in Burgos. You've got to try this. And um, so we, ha we decided we're going to be brave. We're going to have the menu, um, menu, menu del dia, which uh, had all these, uh, you know, um, stuff from <laughs> food. food oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. So, so, you know, we had the blood sausage with rice and then we had the suckling pig, um, yeah. Um, um, no, suckling lamb. Suckling lamb. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. So he took us to the um, the Hotel Posada de Eurofrasil. Um Look, and when you walk into the actual restaurant, it's really old fashioned, traditional glamour, opulence yeah. of Espana. Mm. It's really, really. And anyway, we walk through, and we sit. We sit at the best table because we're with Romero and you just look out over the valleys yeah. and it's just amazing. Yeah, but how good was the food? The food was, as you said, the first course we had was like a selection of meats and, you know, local just meats so and that sort of, sort of stuff. And, of course, Leon and I are avoiding the black, uh, the blood sausage. <laughs> but Romero, we've got to trust Romero because he's, he's been so kind to us. So we actually ate the the um, blood sausage. I yeah. wasn't that keen on the skin, however, it wasn't too bad. It was it was okay. And then we had the the uh, the suckling lamb, mm. and of course, then yeah. um, Romero went through the you know the different parts, of the, yeah. the 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 meat, the, you know the the body of the the suckling lamb, anyway, which we didn't yeah, really yeah. need no, to know about. Let's move on from that. And let's then, go dessert. <laughs> and then I had. Um, I think I had panna cotta, yeah, of and it was absolutely and cheesecake. spectacular. They make the best it? cheesecake in Spain. I've never tasted cheesecake like it. It's yeah. amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. So and, and then yeah, he dropped us back at the, the railway station, the the bus station, bus actually. station, yeah. yeah. And um, our bus was going back was at four fifteen. Um, you leave right on time at four fifteen for our sort of half hour, forty minute trip back to. Um, uh, Burgos. It seemed quicker than the way we got there, but yeah. maybe that's because we had the wine tour. We did, yeah. So what a fabulous day in the um, in in Lerma in in the winery, yeah. That's right. Yeah, thanks to Romero, it was mm. fabulous. We loved it. Our last night in Burgos after our day out, um, of course, there was one place that we uh, just thought we had to go back to. We didn't really need a big dinner because we'd had a huge lunch, yeah. um, and so we went back to see. We really went back to Pancho's to see whether Kevin the koala was still sitting on the shelf. Or whether but, he just threw in the bin after we left. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Kev was still there. Mm. Um, we had, uh, I couple think I, little. Yeah, had a couple of little things. And, and um, we actually mentioned Pancho's to Romero. And um, he said, oh, I, I, go, I go there all the time. And mm. then we, when we were looking up, we actually saw that Romero's wine was on the wine list. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, so we had a... Basically, we probably were there for about 30 minutes and we were all buggered, so we just went home. Yeah, but that was a nice way to finish our our, um, our third day uh, sure. in in, um, in Burgos. But um, One thing I'll, I've got to mention, we went and we did a tour of the cathedral. Hmm. Now, the Burgos Cathedral's, you know, a really well re world-renowned cathedral. And especially and because it's part of the pilgrimage on the Camino yeah, de Santiago. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, quite a, it's quite significant. Um, but the two things that stood out for me was the stained glass windows. Like, they're, they're well, huge. Not just the ones in the actual the church part, that, that, but there's like... Um, 
like an annex to, to the Separate, church. Separate, yeah. And which joins onto it. It's like a big sort of courtyard. And the four walls are stained glass windows. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All and the way around. And, um, yeah, very, very pretty. Yeah, very unique. Never, I've never seen anything like that. Although I did get a nice um, video and a nice picture inside the cathedral with the stained glass, the sun shining through the stained glass window, and I'm sitting on a on a Oh, that's right. And it looks like I'm sitting in a rainbow. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was, that was a pretty special moment. Yeah, yeah pretty... you were quite clever there, yeah, thank I you. thought. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the, and then the other thing that's, uh, which is going to sound a bit sad, but um, I don't know, uh, Al Cid was a, a bit, was a bit of a hero of Burgos uh, back in the, the Middle Ages. Back in the day. And, and he... Um, he ended up quite wealthy, and um, he he fought on both sides, the Moors and for uh, the King Alfonso, and he basically played one off against the other. He was a naughty boy. He was um, he wasn't uh, well behaved, but he ended up quite wealthy. But anyway, they actually have El Cid's coffin in mm. the cathedral. Mm. Now, in the annex to the the way you read it in the history, and I've heard um, there's a particular podcast on called the uh, Reconquista, um, and they talk about Al Cid being this hero and whatever. I reckon his coffin was for about a five foot. You would have been about five foot. It was Mm. not that big, but then. (laughs) But Spanish people aren't that big. No, no, I know, but I just. Like, you think about this hero and you have these huge monuments and statues. So you think he's like a so six-foot you know, six seven. And, well, but, that but was he, a picture of him, though, right? Oh, there was. There was a, there was a model. But it wasn't a historical uh, picture. Painting, it was quite painting. It was quite a modern one. And you're going to be surprised. He he's, was a smitten image of Chris Hemsworth. There's <laughs> <laughs> this soldier standing in the lavender fields, you know, with his battle regalia on. Oh. And um, you look up, yeah, it could have been Chris Hemsworth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think they might be <laughs> embellishing that a little bit. But, um, but you, yeah, you, you were impressed to see the actual coffin of El Cid. Yeah, because I, I had. I, it was only hmm. probably a week that I'd heard the actual podcast on El Cid and, yeah. you know, Alphonse and how they... And that's where we, um, after we sort of walked around, you, you go out through the um, the corridor with the figurines on each side. Correct, yeah. And that's where we sort of said earlier, um, we looked out and, um, yeah, you could see our apartment, yeah. Because I, I was looking down from our apartment thinking, oh, we should go and have a look in there. And then all of a sudden we're, we're, we're there um, looking back up at our apartment. So, yeah, that... Yeah, we enjoyed the, the cathedral. You can see its relevance to the um, the pilgrims of the the Camino for sure. They yeah. certainly cater to that, and um, and we had to go through it because it's right there, you know, opposite our apartment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um, but I, I was another thing that sort of got me is I could always I always I'd heard about the Camino de Santiago, and I knew it was about St James. Mm. What I didn't know that Santiago. In Spanish? No, actually in English. Latin, Latin, in Eng- oh, in, in English. Means St. James. Means St. James. Yes, the way of St. James. That's yeah. what the Camino de Santiago means. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about Burgos? Burgos? Well, where's your, well, I, you know, I say every time I rated it. Do you know what? Um, three days was enough. And yeah. um, having that, the day at the winery um, was, was great. 
Yeah, that was a highlight for me. Yeah, and and for me the highlight was was uh, coming across the the parade. You know, just the luck of sure. doing that on on our arrival. Um, but yeah, I think um, if you want somewhere to stop off and it's a bit un- you know a, a bit unusual. Um, it's got a like, beautiful paseo uh, with the trees. Um, you know, the history of the Camino de Santiago uh, and some nice shopping. You know, uh, the the um, the arc going into the the arch, yeah. yeah, the arch going into Arco, going into the into the plaza area. You know, the old town with the different coloured buildings and the, the Plaza Mayor. I think, yeah, Burgos is definitely worth um, you know you a, a, a visit for a few days. I, I would definitely say that. Um, was it my favourite Spanish city? Probably not, but I've got some of my favourite memories. That's for sure. <laughs> um, and. Um, your favourite place to have a drink, Lyle? Oh, do. Oh, oh no. you got to pick one. Oh, is it Palacio de Lerma? Or is it Pancha, Casa Panchas? Well, I mean, to be truthful, I mean, it's got to be Panchas because that's in Burgos. Um, Plaza de Lerma is in oh, Lerma. Fooey. So, it's the same you know, trip. No, well, I, look, I loved it. I loved Burgos. I thought... It was really, really special. Um, I but think you're right. Days three days is enough. Mm. But the fact that we were able to do that um, wine tour with uh, Romero, I'll never forget that. And how nice a man he was. And having lunch with him. Uh, you know, he, he spent all that time with us mm. uh, that he didn't have to. Um, and it, look, if you're in Spain in that area... Um, the three wines that we, we tried, I can't remember what the red one was called, but the, the white was called Ere Norte, so mm-hmm. um, Palacio de Lerma, and the, the rosé, uh, the Rosado de pa- Palacio de Lerma. Um, rosé, yeah. Yeah, it's Rosada. Um, yeah, so that's the winery, um, Palacio de yeah. Lerma. And, and the red we, t- the red we had was, I, don't, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a res- reserva, yeah. which is the top of the tree. But if you, if, if you find that wine anywhere in that, that sort of Burgos, um, Castile y Leon area, you have to try it. Yeah, and the, the, re- the, the, the wine region area is called Alasan. Is it? Yeah, it's not, you know, you've got Roeda and you've got yeah. Rioja. That you know area. That? Is it's A R L A Z O N Alazan or something? Yeah, O-N. Okay. yeah. Okay, Alazan. Okay, that's good to know. Like the river. Sure, I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what the connection oh, is. There we go. Oh, Leanne, you're so quick sometimes. Yeah. So that's our three days and one day in Lema, two days in Burgos um, podcast and. As I've said many times, um, you can go to our website at beachtravelwine.com and there you can click on the, um, the blog which has all the show notes from Burgos and all the photos of the places that we're talking about. Or you can go to Instagram at beachtravelwine and you can see the photos I've put on there but also in the story highlights um, up the top where it says Burgos you'll see all the videos of us walking around and those videos of that parade, you know, like that we're talking about that hadn't happened, you know, in over 20 years and 160 figurines that, that's um, there and the views of, of uh, Lerma and the wineries and stuff. So, yeah, go and, go and check that out and thanks for listening. Adios. Adios, amigos.